Hello guys, this is Clint Locklear and I want to cover some stuff. So this is not really a rant of a free trapper and I want to explain why that is and why you may not be seeing the rant of a free trapper for uh, quite a while. So I want to, to cover this. I know there's going to be some background noise. I am driving. There's uh, just a lot of that going on these days with me. So uh, I thought I'd take the time to to get this out and get this recorded because I'm physically not doing something while I'm driving. And I don't have notes, so I'm probably going to seem pretty scatterbrained about this, but if you'll follow with me. Now, I'm going to start a new podcast and I want to test it with you. I want, uh, if you'll give me honest feedback, I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, not just uh, attaboys or something like that, but if you do like it, please let me know and let me know why when you start hearing some of these. We're still going to have something in the same time slot as Random or Free Trapper, but it's going to be called Man Strong Podcast. And the reason I'm doing this is, um, well, let me just start at the beginning. I was listening to a podcast, it's probably two or three back uh, now on the Human Performance Podcast, and there was a guy that started doing podcasts on the keto diet uh, before there were iPhones. So I'm not really sure how people listen to it, because, you know, I remember back in the day, just to download a picture was like 35 minutes, if not an hour. So I don't know how people were downloading or listening to this content, but he started way before anybody even knew what it was and he was talking with uh, Sean Baker and Zach which is the ones that do human performance podcast and they just got talking about podcast in general so he was saying how he does uh, two or three he's got one that's on keto one that's just on like a rant or whatever he's thinking about anyway he's got three or four of these podcasts and a couple of them have really taken off he makes in the six figures off his podcast. He, he does quite a bit of content. Uh, he does one show of each one of those every week. He does stuff on Instagram and things like that. So I got to thinking about that in a serious way. And just, I'm just being, I'm just, I'm just being totally honest with y'all. This is where this is coming from. So I want you to completely understand it. So I get to thinking we actually get as much or more comments on Randover Free Trapper as we do from Trapping Radio just because of the content can be somewhat uh, thought-provoking in a different way than how to catch a coyote or a bobcat or you know the best trap or something about lures or the NTA or, or something like that so I totally get that but it seems to hit a chord with with you, the audience. When especially what I've noticed is when I do stuff about we need to be men, we need to act like men, we need to do the right thing, that's when a majority of the comments come back at me, and that's, that's right up my alley. I mean, I think about that stuff all the time. So I called Chip and I was like, dude, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Uh, he thought it was a good idea. So what I'm going to be doing is uh, the Man Strong podcast, and it's going to cover a lot of different topics, which we'll get into in a second. 
but they're going to be on trapping radio and I'm going to build up an inventory of those and then I'm going to have uh, the trapping mafia tech guy better known as meat trapper hook that up with stitcher and itunes and everything once i can go through and get way ahead on those and see what the response is and see if it's something that i want to do so it's it's more of a test run than it is anything else i think i'm going to enjoy the snot out of it and i have a feeling a lot of you will too now as soon as i mention this to chip just in in jest he sent some songs you know like uh, country songs of women going to fix you know get the slippers and fix the dinner and clean the porch and stuff like that and uh some other names and and different things like that where guys just kind of joke around see but i know chip well enough to know how he actually is at home and how he looks at his wife and that that's just an all fun and games but that's not the type of stuff that this is going to be about. This is not going to be about beating up on women. That is not the point of me doing this. Over the last, uh, what, eight months, I've been doing the carnivore diet. Since that time, because last, I think it was last summer, I lost, I was about 20 pounds lighter, 25 pounds lighter than I am today. And then something I started noticing was I was losing weight and I was losing size. And I felt good, but I felt very weak physically. Uh, I lost a ton of muscle, and but I've also lost a ton of fat. And, and, I'm, and over time, I started thinking about that, and it just really, really bugged me. So that set me off on this journey or the carnivore diet. And then I started doing sit-ups and push-ups and, uh, you know, just squats, you know, without weight into a chair, standing up when I'm doing lure. And, you know, we, we kind of talked about that type of stuff. And I felt a lot better. About four months ago, I started going to an actual gym. There's one that's not eight minutes from my house, which is strange because I live so far out in the country. But there's this little bitty gym in Dunlap called The Body Shop. It's not something like uh, some of the musclehead gyms that I went to when I was younger, when I was in the military and playing football and all that type of stuff. Most of the people in there are, uh, you know, just going in for, for very, very general health and movement, apparently. And I'm glad they're doing it. But my personality is I don't know how to do something that way over the last four months I can honestly say I'm probably in just four months of training and eating the carnivore diet I am within 90% as strong right now at 50 years old as I was when I was in the military and it's not about weight per se, but it's about mentally how it feels. And it gives me an outlet where it gives me a way five days a week for an hour is, is what I've kind of cranked this up to is um, I can go into a gym and basically go to war with weights and be a savage. Now that, that sounds kind of cheesy. I get that. 
but you know we're, we're we're making lure and and we're you know I've got to do all this stuff now on the computer and I've spent the last six days doing all the taxes and we've sold a property and trying to figure out how to do that because we've never sold a house before and it, but that is like a massive mental relief to me now, I, I understand that a lot of people that's not going to be the case but that got me really thinking at 50 years old when I go into the gym and I'm doing five sets of five to eight and I'm doing that with 265 285 at 50 years old that's what I was doing when I was in the military and playing football now I'm not worried about max I'm not trying to be a power lifter it's just with the diet and with some work ethic now I actually feel like I'm not 50. I, my, my, my brain and my body are not 50. And it's made me think clearer and everything. So, after saying all that, that along with just the feminization of America today, I think it would be a cool exercise, even if this goes nowhere and we end up back at the Rand of the Free Trapper, because I enjoy doing those. I want to, to put things in terms for men. Now, this is not going to be a female bashing type show at all. Well, women are awesome. I mean, if I was a girl, I'd be a lesbian. I don't know why a girl would want to be with a guy. I really don't. So, I, I don't dislike women. I don't like feminists that are over the top and crazy. And I don't like how everything in our culture now is going to a feminist way of looking at everything from the way that our military is used because it is used in a feminine nature now our border patrols in a feminine nature our politics are in a feminine nature a lot of our language on a day-to-day -day basis is in a feminine nature and it's it's not going to end well and a couple of years ago well, maybe about a year and a half ago, I've told y'all that I came across this guy, which I hope you listen to his podcast sometime. It's Jordan Peterson. And basically what he does, he he talks to men and women, but he talks more to men. And it's, it's, it's a very gentle way using a lot of psychology and a lot of science to get men to understand it's okay to be a man. About a week ago, I was listening to something that was about veterans and PTSD, and one of the most radical things that came out of that podcast to me was a guy that was uh, actually not a veteran, but he was a war journalist, and in just as much crap as a soldier is, except he's using a camera and not a gun, seeing people, uh, you know, get destroyed, buildings get destroyed, the aftermath of all that in different countries, and he got a serious case of PTSD. So he started going to this program. Well, the radical thing about what he learned in there from a lot of soldiers is the soldier was just looking for somebody to understand what they were going through and give them permission to have a happy life and get back to the way things used to be. Now to me that really stuck out. 
as tough as soldiers are, they needed permission. I mean, it was almost like they felt so much guilt, you know, survivor's guilt and stuff like that, that they needed permission. So all of this has been coalescing and bouncing around in, in my noggin. And I'm, I get to thinking that uh, maybe that's, that is a market that men would enjoy listening to where basically another guy does not apologize for masculinity, does not apologize for being a male. Because right now it seems like in our country, our country wants men to be a girl with a penis. That's what they're shooting for. That they want you to think like a girl. They want you to look like a girl. They want you to put all the you know, the hair products on and the skinny jeans and the man buns. And they want you to be feminine and they want you to cry at the drop of a hat. And they want you to be feminine. And I'll be honest with you, that just flat out pisses me off. Because that is not how a family nor a country can be ran. Like I said, I absolutely adore women. Women are super strong when they're in their lane. Men are super strong when they're in their lane. It's, it's kind of uh, just think about a pride of lions. The mama has the babies, the mama hunts, and the, ba and the mama takes care of the babies. The male does not do any of that because that's not his job. His job is staying on the peripheral of the pride. That's why when you see pictures of all these old males in Africa that are lions, they got scars, they're missing parts of their ear, their nose is half torn off. It looks like they've been through a, a paper shredder, a shredder through parts of their body. Their job, their mission, their purpose is to protect the pride. That's what they do. They supply the babies when they're making them, and then they protect. For that protection, they also eat first. Now, feminists will get upset with that, and I really don't care because it's nature, and I don't know what they're going to say about it, and it really doesn't bother me. But see, that's kind of the way men used to be. Men used to be that way. You know, men are, are pretty simple creatures. One of our first jobs is we need to understand that men are expendable. We've been expendable since the beginning of time. That's why we're bigger, we're faster, we're stronger. We have testosterone instead of estrogen. We are very mission-oriented. We try to fix problems. But we, our main thing is we, we protect the family group and the tribe. The next thing that we do is where we either have to, if we're going to be happy in my opinion, is to build something or conquer something, which is tricky in, in a civilized society like we have today. I totally get that, but there's ways that you can still scratch that itch, like through business, through trapping, through hunting, through weightlifting, through a lot of different things, that you can still scratch that itch. So we protect, we build, we conquer. It's kind of our responsibility in any traditional sense that we gather resources. The idea that it's not the man's job to gather resources hasn't been around 
no longer since the 60s. Feminists have tried to destroy every bit of that. So when you take expendable people that are built to gather resources for their family and tribe and built to protect their family and tribe and they're built to conquer or build things and fix problems and you take all that away from them and you basically just uh, replace that with the federal government is there any wonder why men just give up because on the news oh he, he's just one of them macho guys you know he's insensitive he's too aggressive he, he's all of this and and mothers are even telling that to kids now you know you need to be more sensitive and all that and I'm I'm totally fine with that guys there are some sensitive seriously masculine men I'll be honest with you. I've cried at movies. I don't think that takes away from my manhood at all. I believe a man should be empathetic towards people. I think a man needs to be very direct, which is not a, a feminine trait for the most part, because they want to talk about it and discuss about it and almost like have votes. Kind of sounds like democracy, doesn't it? And they got to think about everybody's feelings. Is everybody fine? Well, a guy, if he understands what being masculine is in a true sense, not in like the 1970s, big hairy chest, gold chains, you know, the big porno mustache, and you, you just go around trying to hit on every girl that you see. I'm not talking about that because that's really a child. That's not a man. But a man understands what his role is takes pride in that role and is not ashamed of that role. And I'm wondering if just more men need permission to actually think that way. Now, I don't really know. We're going to see. You know, I won't know. I know with trappers, it's a very masculine group. It's But when it goes out to the general public where if a man is doesn't let his wife just run all over him that he's just you know a caveman or if he tries to make a decisive decision that he's just not being fair and doesn't care about anybody else's feelings i'm not sure how that's going to work outside of our community there are other communities that it will no doubt so with this new podcast i got coming up we're still going to talk some about politics and we're still going to talk about a lot of the things that we talk about, but I'm going to talk a lot about the diet. I'm going to talk a lot about the chemistry and diet. I'm going to talk about uh, why a man should build armor because guys, that's what muscle is. And I'm, I'm going to give you an example. If you can't do 20 push-ups right now, and if somebody was attacking your family and they were 50 feet away and you had to just move 50 feet and you're so out of breath that you got to put your hands on your knees, are you going to be able to protect your family? And the answer is no. Now, I mean, you can try to do the, the uh, American Idol model where a crappy singer goes on there and thinks that they're just going to bring it at the right moment. But as we discussed in the past, you're only going to perform 
at your true highest performance that you have actually done. So this idea of bringing it if someone's hurting your family because of adrenaline or something like that, that's probably not going to be the case. So if you're so bad out of shape as a dad, are you really fulfilling your role as a dad? And I think if you really think about that, guys, the answer's got to be no. If you're not handling money and gathering resources the way that men are supposed to, are you really being a man, a true man? Not a weak man, not a man with a, not a woman with a penis, but are you being a real man? Which means that could be a job, that could be revenue streams, that could be building a business, that could be an entrepreneur, but you also, when the washing machine goes down, you don't have to go get a loan. You know, and I'm not talking to guys that's right out of college and ain't never had enough. I'm talking about guys that are my age, because there's a lot of guys my age that couldn't come up with $5,000 if their life depended on it unless they went and got a loan or put it on a credit card. See, that is not the way a real man would be in his family, because that is financially not protecting them. There's just a lot of things in our culture that I think would be very cool topics when it comes to uh, looking at them from a feminine or a masculine way. Because when we listen to the left today, it's all feminine. Every bit of it's feminine. The arguments against border protection, they're all feminine. The way that we have restrained the military in Afghanistan and Iraq and all these other countries we're at, it's because the military is trying to use a masculine force with feminine rules. And it doesn't work. It never has and it never will. I mean, when you start seeing things in the, in the true sense of feminine and masculine, not that males are better than females, because we're not. The female is just as important as any male is. But I do think we have different roles, and I don't think that makes somebody a sexist to believe that. Even though a feminist will try to tell you that. And if you're a female and you're going to listen to this, I'm not going to be fair and balanced where I'm always going to give the female side, because that's not what this is about. If I talk about what men should do, and you go, well, a woman can do that too. Well, that may be true sometimes. And there may be a small percentage sometimes. Because I can tell you right now, I'm not a sexist to say, when I was in the military, very few women could hang as an infantryman in the 101st Airborne. There are some. There are some women, no doubt, that would have smoked my butt. But you're probably talking in less than one percentile of the population. Because you take, uh, I don't care if it's a 180-pound girl and you stick her with a 110-pound rucksack and 65 pounds of LCE gear with a 16-pound uh, M60 machine gun and tell her she's got a 25-mile road march to do, it's just not in the wheelhouse of the woman. Just because there are some that could probably do it, I mean, when you look at some of the crossfitters today, 
there is no doubt that they could probably hang. They're six foot tall, they're solid muscle, and they're used to working their butt off. But that's not the normal. So if I'm saying something about guys, try your best not to be defensive because I'm not saying always like the, the quintessential, but you know, a girl can do this too because that's not the point. I know girls can do a lot of stuff because women are super strong because I don't know too many men that could go through birth, giving birth. I can't imagine that. That takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of strength to raise children. And it takes a lot of damn strength to put up with men. So it's not going to be an anti-woman type thing. It's just going to be looking at the world where it's okay to be masculine and it's okay to think about things in these particular uh, genres, I guess. So I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, that's what's going to be going on. So next week when you come on and you see that there is a strong man, uh, man strong podcast. So I'm not talking about being a strong man. They, the boys, way tougher than I am. That's what it's going to be about. It's totally okay to be a male, and there's no reason to be ashamed of it. And if you think that that's not real in America today, go down to the t-shirt shop. Get a couple of t-shirts made that you're going to wear around for two weeks. And I want you to use a camera. And on the front and back, just go, I am a proud male. Watch the, the people that will scream and holler and point and argue and say that that is hateful and sexist and everything like that. It's totally okay to be a female. It is not okay now to be a male. And I'm saying that's crap. So if you want to think more like a male, maybe something i say will help trigger that inside of you. And it may not, because there's no doubt inside the trapping industry, there's more masculine men than me. But we're going to be talking about a host of different subjects. Like I said, about building armor. And armor, guys, is muscle. You know, for a lot of longevity. Because what I was telling Chip, and I'm going to close with this, there's got to be a whole lot of people in this country that have already come to the conclusion that there's nothing they can do between 40, 50, 60, and 70 where they're just not going to be weak, feeble, and immobile. Now, see, that is a defeatist attitude completely. It's easy. It's totally easy to be that way, but it's not. You don't have to be that way. So, I mean, is uh, is is there other, you know, 280 pound fat boys like me that's 50, 45, 60 out there that would like to know that you don't have to be weak and feeble and immobile and a great big marshmallow? And, you know, you can't do anything without everything popping and hurting. Yeah, I bet there is. Because I'm not talking about being a bodybuilder or going to win a powerlifting competition. I'm talking about being a man where you have armor. You know, you got hurt backs. Build your stomach and back up. You'd be surprised what that'll do. Have some grip to you so you're not struggling so much when you're setting your traps. That's not that hard to do. 
eat where you're not getting arthritis. That's not that hard to do. And just the, the fun of looking at the world through a masculine point of view, because that is a point of view today that is very rare. And I think it's a shame. And I'm gonna finish on one thing, just from a business point of view, guys. The liberals are overplaying their hand. And we talked about this four or five years ago with the pendulum swing. That pendulum swing is going back. Now, from a business owner's point of view, I'm looking at that and going, this is probably the right time, if I'm gonna ever do anything in this space, to go ahead and get it done. Because once everybody's thinking individual ruggedness, and you just kind of like step on the stage, you're just one of 10,000. But if you start pushing that ahead of time, it seems like you're really smart, but you're really not. But what I am is I'm paying attention to human nature as an entrepreneur. I think there's an opportunity here. And uh, with your help and your feedback, I hope we can kind of get there together a little bit. So, uh, Funky Trap Tags and Supplies is still going to be the sponsor. That's not going to change. If the thing starts growing real legs, it'll probably go to its own website where you'll have a link from Trapping Radio. Just for the simple fact, in the world that we live in today, there's a good chance some of the stuff I'm going to be saying is going to get me deplatformed a lot. And I don't want to risk Trapping Radio because of that. So that that's, that's where we're going, guys. I hope you want to go there with me. And uh, next week we'll start off our first show and we'll just see what happens. <laughs>